Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling. It can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans. For the fans, I am your host, Conrad Cushman, and joining me tonight, we are going to have an AEW Double or Nothing 2020 Preview and Predictions Roundtable. We've got some amazing guests on the panel tonight. Um, two I have never had on before. One, a familiar voice that you guys have heard in the past. Um, enough of me jibber-jabbering. Let's get around to the guest. Uh, let's start with Justin first. Justin, introduce yourself to the people. Hey, I'm Justin Hollis. I live in Jacksonville, Florida, the home of AEW. And, uh, you know, I was a wrestling fan way back when WTW Nitro was going on, NWO, and they kind of lost me, and AEW brought me back in. I like it. I like it. Uh, Next, let's go to my man, Chris Black Bay Max. What's going on, Chris? Give me some water so I can roll harder. Slam on a hater like my name, Vince Carter. What's up? I like you, man. How you been, Chris? I've been, I've been pretty good. You know, you get- we're we're doing my outside job besides doing all the um, Twitter banners and stuff. Chris is one of the best like graphics people. You guys can go out there. So if you need his work, that's his Twitter handle right there. You guys can see it right there. And last but not least, someone who I've wanted to get on the show for a while. You guys have heard some of his songs featured on the podcast. It is my man A N T. And what is going on, brother? Yo, what's up? How's everybody doing tonight? I'm excited for the show. I can't wait. Man, it's going to be a good one. It's definitely going to be gravy. But before we get started, folks, sometimes things have to be said and things have to be said. Let's talk about some Manscaped real quick. If you guys go to manscaped.com, you guys are going to want to grab yourself the Lawnmower 3.0, one of the absolute best things that you guys can go out there and buy. This thing is designed for growing grooming. I tell people it's not sexist. It's for the men. It's for the ladies. You guys are going to want to go out there and cop this bad boy. This thing comes in a nice package. That's right. Your balls will thank you. It comes in a nice package. I'm pulling it out. The uh, the manscape. And look at that. You get a little light on it. You hear that vibration? That's good stuff right there. Highly powerful. Now, you get a bunch of other cool stuff. I keep talking about this newspaper. Now, this isn't for you to read. I know some people probably sit there and want to read this, but this is actually for your clippings. Put that bad boy in. Dump it right out in the trash can. That's how you use it, folks. You guys get a bunch of other things. Uh, I'll show this nice traveling case that comes with it as well. Nice leather. Beautiful. 
You guys are going to want to go to manscaped.com. If you look in the description box below, I got a link for you. Of course I do. 20% off. Put in the code EPW show. Save yourself some money. It's on me. You don't have to worry about it. Save yourself some money. Go to manscaped.com, promo code EPW show. And you can use that same promo code for powerslam.tv and get a free month of independent wrestling on your boy. All free. All nice. free. So make sure you guys check out those promo codes. Enough shilling. We are here to talk about AEW double or nothing. John L, what is going on, brother? I see you in the chat. What's happening? So anybody who, who writes in the chat, we'll pull up some of your questions and stuff if you guys have them. But gents, let's talk some AEW, man. It's been quite some time since I've done a roundtable, and uh, it's very interesting to have you guys on. I see you guys are some of like the biggest AEW supporters on Twitter. Like you guys are absolutely amazing. Uh, this is fun. Let's talk about your excitement for Double or Nothing. We know how this pandemic has impacted everybody, but where's your excitement level for this show right now? Let's start with Justin first. You, you know, at first, up until a couple weeks ago, it wasn't very high. Uh, but I think AEW's done a great job over the last two weeks, just really building it up. I'm excited about the uh, the ladder match, the casino ladder match. That, that's what I'm excited for. I'm ready to see what's going to happen. Who's, you know, I'm sure we're going to dive into that, but who, who's going to be the mystery guy? And, and there's just going to be some crazy spots on that. Yeah, that match, that's probably the match I'm looking most forward to as well. Uh, what's going on, Chris? Rob, I see you guys in here. I see you guys writing messages. I'll put them up in a second. Uh, Chris, Let's go to you, man. Uh, what do you think of the whole buildup for this show so far? Is it doing it for you? Have they missed the boat? Not much has me. Not much has missed the boat with AEW. They have been pretty much hitting on all cylinders since October. Um, my the hype level for Double or Nothing. I'm. It's, I'll give it like a nine and a half. Myself, really? I give it a nine and a half. Man, dude, honestly, I'm going to say up until a couple weeks ago, I was kind of like iffy on this show. But once they announced the ladder match, I was like, yo, you got my money. I will pay for this now because I want to see what you're going to pull off with this. Um, Interesting. Interesting thoughts on that, Chris. Uh, Ant, A-N-T, I don't know what you want me to call you on this. Whatever. Yeah, whatever you want to call me, Ant, A-N-T. Listen, I don't want a diss track getting dropped on me if I say the wrong thing. Uh, (laughs) All right. Ant, let me know, bro. Um. How are you? How are you feeling about the hype level for this? Is it? I'm excited, man. Um, it doesn't take much to make me not excited, but I'm excited for it because it's it's an AW show number one. Number two, it's during a pandemic, you know, so like there's nothing else really to watch. So I mean, I was gonna watch it either way, um, right? But it can't it can't be bad, you know. They got the Stadium Stampede show. Um, I mean not Stadium Stampede. Um, yeah, Stadium Stampede, right? That's what yeah, that's the match. Yeah, they got that. That's gonna be cool because I know it's they have the whole stadium to do cool stuff with. Uh, the casino ladder match that's gonna be dope. The John Moxley versus Brody Lee. I'm interested to see where they're going with that because I I think John Moxley is gonna retain it. I mean I'm not gonna get into our predictions just yet, but um, I'm interested to see where they're going with that. And the Cody with Lance Archer and Mike Tyson is gonna come out. That that got me hyped. Definitely, I'm hyped for that. Yeah, they they lined it up perfectly. Um, Chris, what match are you most looking forward to? Uh, casino ladder match and Cody versus Archer. I am a I've been a big fan of Lance Archer since 
well, back in the New Japan days, whenever he was tagging with uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr., part of the Killer Elite Squad. Shout mm. out to Lance Archer. He's been killed. Dude has been killing ever since. Definitely. Yeah, man, that's a good point. Um, for those who don't know, this event is going to take place May 23rd. That's this Saturday, so you guys are going to want to make sure you order it. It's going to be at Daly's Place. It is not in Las Vegas. Do not think this is in Las Vegas. This is happening in Daly's Place. Uh, you guys can order this on BR Live, traditional pay-per-view, and if you're international, Fight TV's got you, so make sure you show them some love as well. Let's start off, man. Let's get right into this. Let's talk about the buy-in. The number one contendership for the tag team titles are on the line. Uh, I know Tiff from the All Elite Podcast is going to be hurt during this one. She's got to choose between the best friends and private party, her two favorite teams from her list of husbands. But this one, to me, is a very tough pick no matter what. Um, Are these the top two teams? How do you guys feel about the tag division overall right now? I guess we'll start with Justin before we get to the predictions on everything. Uh, AEW has the best tag team division in the world. No no, no one tops it. So they, they they've come a long way. Uh, those two teams, do, do they really deserve it right now during this pandemic? You can throw anybody in there right now. You know, uh, you know, Best Friends has been the one that's consistently been on TV over the last two months. So I can see why they're in it, Private Party. They've been on BTE a lot. So I can see why they did this. Uh, but uh, overall, you can't complain with AEW's tag team division. I just I think they're going to get stronger here in the next couple months with some free agents bringing, coming in. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's going to be definitely something different to see. I feel like the best friends deserve this spot for how much work they put in during all of the, the difficult times. But at the same token, private party seems kind of out of nowhere because they haven't really been on all of the shows, too. Yeah. Um, Chris, what do you think about the current state of the tag division and these two teams being the number one contendership? I'm going to echo Justin here. It's going to be it is stacked. Their tag team division is stacked. You have Lucha Brothers, uh, Private Party, Best Friends, Proud and Powerful. The list goes on and on. I mean, and you have Omega and Hangman. You can say makeshift tag team from out of nowhere as tag champions. Man, as far as this, as far as the match goes, uh, yeah, I know Tiffany's gonna be hurt and um Justin and let me tell you. The list of husbands is a character on its own. <laughs> it, it's it's a it's a whole enigma. It's broken Matt Hardy out the street. Bro. I'm telling you. Oh man, you you got that right. I always got to give Tiffany some love. Um, Chris DeZuba in the house. Entertain forty five. Thank you for joining us, Connor. Guys, come on in. You're welcome in. If you guys got something to say, please write it in the chat. Uh, and. Thoughts on the tag division, my brother? Um, well, different than what they said. I think the tag division has actually been like a weak spot during the pandemic. Um, there, you know, Adam Page has not been. I mean, yeah, Hangman Adam Page hasn't been around, um, and Kenny Omega has been trying to do as much as he can. So, I mean, I, it's kind of out of nowhere, like you said, private party coming out of nowhere to to just be in in contention for the titles. So, I'm glad they put that match on the pre-show, the buy-in. I'm glad about that because that's that's probably the least the match that I'm least hyped for on this particular show, which Man, is crazy because the tag matches have been like you know the best, but this this match doesn't have me too hyped. Yeah, I like the I, party best friends. Uh, I like them separate because I watched them back in PWG days and Japan, but you know, 
I really feel like that these guys have a lot to offer when it comes to uh, the tag team division. I think this match is going to be brighter than a lot of people think it is. I think they're really going to go all the way with it and do some good things. But, guys, it's time It's time for some predictions. Justin, who do you have winning this matchup? What's the choice here for you? Uh, it's going to be best friends. Best friends deserves it. Best friends is going to win. Uh, I don't think – and I may be in the minority here, but I don't think it's time for private party to shine just yet. I, I think they're they're coming along. I think 2021 is going to be the year of the party, the year of the private party. I think best friends are going to win it, and they're going to set up a big. I think it's going to set up a big feud between Hangman and Kenny Omega, and, and then and best friends. Yeah, that'll be an interesting um, way to put that one as far as the tag division. Chris, who do you like for this one? Who's going to be the new number one contenders? I'm going to break Tiffany's heart. I'm going to say best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's in the chat, by the way. <laughs> she said she's got a lot yeah. to say. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot to say, and I just said it for you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, any particular reason why, though, Chris? I'm going with what Justin said. It's not their time just yet. I. Best friends have been putting in the work since this pandemic started. Private party, yeah, they've been on BTE. They've been shining here and there, and it's not their time yet. In my opinion, it's not their time yet. That's a fair choice. That's a fair choice when it comes to this one. Uh, Ant, what do you got for this one? It's a good question. It could go either way. I mean, I don't really have a preference, but um, like Justin said, if if there is a team to dethrone Adam Page and Kenny Omega, it's going to be best friends and not private party. Uh, similar to what Chris said, it's not their time just yet. So I'm hoping for best friends to dethrone them, and then we have the Kenny and and Adam Page storyline. I, I want I'm looking forward to that. I want to see that unfold. And I do now, think. Oh, I was gonna say, man, I, I think it's gonna be. An incredible match. Uh, private oh, yeah, party ha- oh, yeah. has impressed me. It's going to be a really, really good match. But I, I agree with Ant when he said it's probably the the least hype match on the card. But it's going to personally. be that's just me personally. Yeah, no, no I, I agree with that. It is going to be a, a a good match though. Tiff, we can never hate you. Calm that down. Of course not. Of course not. Now, because um, she definitely wrote you guys hate me before, and then she wrote she loves us all. So. Tiff, you're fine. Now, when it comes to this match, I'm going to play contrarian a little bit. Could Private Party, I mean, if you watch BTE, they've been playing up some Hangman Page drama too, though. Because at first I was like, oh, it's best friends, just like you guys. And that's my prediction, is best friends. But I was just thinking, I'm sitting there and I'm like, dude, but what if they've been playing this up so that it's part of a match later on? Because they tease storylines usually in the future on BTE. Yeah. So... I wouldn't. I'm. I'm gonna say I'm not gonna be shocked if Private Party pulls off the upset. They seem like they're the upset kids a little bit. Like in the tournament when they beat the Young Bucks, like yeah. that shocked everybody. I think when that happened. Yeah, I'm not gonna be surprised if that happens either. Mm. Good point. Good point. Um. So it looks like best friends are gonna take the clean sweep on this one. I'm trying to write these down so that we can keep track of these, so I can trash talk you guys later, depending on who wins this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Next match I have on here that's on the main card will be Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, she's a dentist, versus Chris Statlander. Is that Adam Cole's wife? Yes. (laughs) Or, uh, no, girlfriend? Girlfriend, I'm sorry. Fiance or whatever. 
Yeah, I don't get into the relationships in wrestling. I stay away from that. That's <laughs> y'all do you, I'll do me. Like when they said, "Oh, that's Adam Cole's girlfriend on uh, NXT." Yeah, when she was in the crowd, that was, that was funny. <laughs> the classic. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. Um, we'll go reverse order this time. And let's start with you. Um, who are you liking in this one? Uh, this might be a popular uh, call as well. I think. Britt Baker is going to get the win. Ah, why? She's why been, so? Why so? She's been built up a lot, like heavily featured. Every every AEW um, show, I've seen her more than any other woman in the division. Actually, even more than the champion has been seen. I've seen her a lot, so I think that she's going to be in title contention. I'm actually surprised she's not going for the title yet. Honestly, yeah, that's it's really tough, man. Um, for the position that Britt Baker's in. This match is really tough when you look at it too for uh, different reasons because both of these wrestlers' stock has like changed in my opinion since, I don't know, let's say January. Like it's completely different. I feel like people are a little cold on Statlander and people are starting to warm up to uh, Dr. Britt Baker here. Um, let's see. looks like Rob's agreeing with you on that one. He says Britt is winning this ride the hot hand right now. Uh, Thomas Poster yeah. has joined us. And Doug, what's going on, Doug? Thomas Poster says hello. Sorry for being late. Never apologize, Thomas. Never apologize. What's We're up, glad up? you're here. Now, Chris, what do, you, what do you think about this for both ladies? I mean, how do you feel about the stock for Chris Statlander right now? It used to be like they're like right neck and neck, but then it it kind of just plummeted ever since the pandemic started and Britt Baker just started putting in the work. Going up. Yeah. So yeah, Britt Baker just started blowing up. She puts over the role model more than Bailey. <clears throat> there I said it. At me. <laughs> I said it. I said it. I said what I said. Britt Baker is more of a role model than Bailey. Hey, hey, listen, there's nothing wrong. I listen, I say it every week and I say it and I always say this first. I mean I this agree. in the politest way. She is a great bitch, period. Yeah. Like ultimate yeah. great bitch. Um, she plays it well. I just feel bad for Chris Statlander, man. I think he would have won the title that week if she never went to that um bar bar wrestling show, man. I really think he would have won the title. That was That's her time. Opinion. She would she would definitely yeah. get it at that time. Man, craziness, craziness. Uh, uh oh, we got Tiff says Statlander is the woman. <laughs> She's more um, than a woman, Tiff, but you should know that. She's an alien. Come on, get it right. <laughs> Weirdest thing I've ever seen in those matches. Um, so, is your prediction for this one? Are you going with Dr. Britt Baker as well? Yeah, I'm going with Britt Baker. Okay. Oh, Mr. by the way, guys, did y'all know that Britt Baker was a dentist? She drills grills. <laughs> oh, and she sells coffee. She disrespects, she disrespects Tony Schiavone too much for me, though. We can't have that. You leave Tony alone. Really, He's a treasure. really can't, though. Tony's a legend, though. Justin, who, who you got for this one? She's a dentist? I didn't even know that. God. What? I should, I should pay attention more. Gosh. I know, right? <laughs> uh, you know, the, the hot hand says Britt Baker, DMD, Dr. Britt Baker. 
you know, just because she's been built up over the last couple months. She started getting that big heat coming up, and and, and everybody was booing her. Tony Schiavone did a great job really promoting her. And then Claire Statlander kind of sort of died off. You know, the last Dynamite, you had, you know, you Britt, Britt Baker doing her finisher on Statlander. I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to go Statlander. That's what mm. I'm going to do. I'm going to go Statlander. Maybe it's because everybody else thinks Britt Baker's going to win. But I'm going to go the alien. alien and I think she is going to uh, – I think she has something up her sleeve for, uh, for the dentist. Now, I'm going to go back to Rob's comment here because Rob says this is why he picked it. He said Britt will go on to screw Sheeta later in the night. Rob, I'm going to disagree with that. I'm going to go with Justin here, and I think Chris Statlander wins as well. Uh, usually there's always a surprise on these types of shows for who wins the match, what happens. They figure out a way to shock her, and I think this is the match to do it. Why wouldn't Chris Statlander be number one contender? And I'll go into my theory why later, later on in the show, because I think this match – affects the women's title match a little bit too for where you're going for future booking but i'm gonna say chris statlander as well so we are split on that one i like your choice see absolutely (laughs) justin good choice next match this is the match that i would like to see open up the show i don't know if they're gonna do it though but mjf versus jungle boy man mjf is such a prick I don't know if I've ever told you guys that. I, I, this dude talked so much shit before he got to AEW. This dude definitely called me out for doing a review of an indie show, and <laughs> and I was the first person he met in line to for his autograph. And I was just like, "What's up, man? You talking that shit now?" And he was just shocked. MJF is just a great heel. He never turns it off. And then you've got Jungle Boy, who. He's just the absolute definition of a babyface. He's got the big hair. Chicks probably dig him. Jungle Boy has it all. And look who his dad was, man. Luke Perry. Come on. Can't be mad. Um, When it comes to this, though, MJF versus Jungle Boy, I think this match is really going to deliver, and I think it's going to really depend um, on how both of these guys get over in the future. And I think they both can get over in this match if played off right. Uh, let's start with Chris for this one. I mean this in the best possible way, but fuck MJF. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean this in the best possible way because he is the best heel that you, the AW has going right now. He is textbook. Once you look in, you look in the definition for heel. In the year 2020, that is that it's MJF to a T. I mean, you have the you have the 90s style Pompadour, like he's a reject, like it's a reject cast member of Beverly Hills 90210. His ass probably done got to the door and said, "Not nah, turn your ass around. You're too good. You're too good, kid." Man, listen, I think I think they're really going to deliver on this one, though. I I think that they both got some really good things going for them. Um, let's go to Justin. Justin, what do you think about MJF versus uh, Jungle Boy? It's going to be a great match. I, I really believe that. Uh, you know, they were kind of building ever since Chris Jericho wrestled Jungle Boy to that ten minute draw. They've been building up Jurassic Express and Jungle Boy, and they've been they kind of threw this match together out of nowhere. But I think they got a more of a feud going on with Wardlow and Luchasaurus too to bring it together. 
But, you know, uh, somebody mentioned it in the chat, and they were talking about the, the promo MGF, MJF did the other day, uh, the underdog promo. And, and it was amazing. It, it was good. It was great. MJF's going to win this match. He's, he's What you're looking at, and everybody says it, they're the future of AEW. These are going to be the future of that, and then plus like Sammy Guevara and stuff like that. But these are the future of AEW, and you're going to see it right this coming Saturday. But MJF's going to find a way to win. He's not going to win clean. He's going to cheat. Of course. It's the best heels cheat. He's going to cheat to win it, and he's going to win it. But they're going to do it in a way that both guys look really good. I like meanwhile, it. Marco beats the, meanwhile, Marco is a sacrificial lamb. Yep. Oh, poor Marco, man. <laughs> um, Marco in the chat. And, and who you got for this one, man? Well, um, I think I think it's going to be Jungle Boy. I'll tell you why. Because MJF, like everybody said, he's the best heel in AEW. He's got nothing to lose. He could, he could lose to Jungle Boy, just like Jericho almost lost to Jungle Boy, and he'll be okay. You know, he could lose to Jungle Boy and then challenge for the next for the AEW title at the next pay-per-view and nobody will even complain. So I think Jungle Boy has a lot to gain from this. And like they said, the Jurassic Express is being built up a lot. So if, if Jungle Boy gets the win, he has a lot to gain. And he could probably be one of the challengers for the TNT title in the future. Or, you know, he'll be like one of the top mid-card guys. Or messing with like Darby Allen, Stammy, those guys. Jungle Boy needs to be get, getting to get into the swing with those guys. Those are the, the mid-division, I think. Yes, sir. Man, that's crazy. Um, that that's a crazy thought, but I I kind of like it though. You got me like now. I'm thinking in my head: Do I want to change any of that? He's got nothing to lose. MJF. He's he's the best, and he's got Wardlaw. Like he can say, "Oh, he beat me by a fluke." You know, the same way Jericho played off losing. He could have lost a Jungle Boy interview. Fine, Jericho. This and is true. It was for the title, I think. Was it for the title? I forget. But uh, it wasn't for the no, title, no. I think it was non-title, but I think it was kind of like that test match to see what he could do. I'm I'm gonna stick it with Rob. I'm gonna say MJF, but I have a reason why. I think MJF was supposed to be in the world title match at this show. This 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 month. Yeah, I think he was gonna end up facing Moxley because he was the number two contender at one point coming right before the pandemic started, and MJF had everything riding high for him. He was still talking his mess to Cody, and I think this was gonna lead to a really big match between them later on. And I think that he was going to end up facing Moxley for the title because he's only lost one match. It was a tag match, and he didn't get pinned. So MJF's got a huge upside to me. So to me, that that's the prediction for that one. Um, so so Chris, you said MJF too, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we so everybody's got it, and Ant went with Jungle Boy for that one. Hot take. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I'm not mad. In spirit, I root for Jungle Boy. I root for Jungle Boy in spirit, but in the actual match, MJF. Rob said it best. Begrudgingly, MJF all the way. Uh, emoji number one. Emoji number one. Emoji number one. <laughs> Sick. What's going on? I'm sorry you didn't get a notification for the show. Uh, hashtag blame YouTube. Not sure why you didn't get one. That's uh, playing YouTube in the chat. <laughs> Stadium Stampede. I don't know who's in this match. I don't know if the official names have been revealed, but it's supposed to be the Elite versus the Inner Circle. What are you guys expecting to see in this one? Um, what kind of shenanigans do you want to see? Uh, we'll start off with Justin. Oh, man, I have no clue what's going to happen in this match. I don't even know who's going to be in it. You know, is Cody going to be in it? You know, is Cody fighting twice? 
you know, that, that's a question that, that we don't know. So, you know, so I, I guess we'll find out, man. Uh, they're in TIA Bank, and that place is huge. They're, it's it's limitless what they're going to, to be able to do there. Um, I better see, I, I don't know. I, I can't even tell you. Someone hmm. better jump off the goalpost is all I know and land on someone. <laughs> Who's going to be the one? It's going to be Nick Jackson, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, probably. Nick, Nick Jackson. I feel like he's going to come in and have to take Cody's place for it. I'm trying to think of the five right now. Um, Chris, anybody? I'm trying to think of the elite. It's got to be Omega, right? No doubt it'll probably be the inner, all of the inner circle versus some of the elite plus Matt Hardy. I'm guessing. Mm. Yeah, maybe Matt fills in for Cody then. I don't know. You, you got a lot of options. Uh, Chris, what are you expecting to see from this match? Um, <laughs> and for the love of God, no one say golf cards. Because if I ever see Sammy take a bump like that again, damn. I hope they redo that scene. Actually, I want to see Sammy get hit again. <laughs> I can't see that man. I can't see that man in the neck brace again. Yo, I almost died whenever Sammy got hit with the golf cart, bro. Every time I look at it, I'm like, "Run, bitch, run!" <laughs> I, I still crack up laughing. I just sit there and replay it over and over again. I just laugh constantly at it. Poor uh, Sammy. Oh, hashtag poor Sammy in the chat. I mean, <laughs> um, as far as the crazy stuff will go, I want somebody to flip off the goalpost. I want somebody to at least Vanguard, the remnants of Vanguard one to pop out of the trash can to distract Jericho. Just be like, hey, Jericho, I'm here. You missed me, bitch. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Something. Something. I don't know what I don't know what to look for. I don't know what to expect. Just expect the unexpected. They they've got a lot of options for as far as what they can do with this. And what do you want to see uh, coming out with this? Well, I know you guys were talking about it's going to be five on five, but I think it might be four on four. Um, either Sammy or Hager will sit out, and then um, we got the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Brooke and Matt Hardy as the four for the Elite. I think. Because he said he has a debt to the Young Bucks and uh, the Elite. He, remember, that was the whole reason he came back to, uh, or he came to, he debuted in AEW. And I think the storyline is really about um, Matt Hardy and Chris Jericho. So I think that we're going to have a lot between them two. Like the Vanguard coming out of the trash can, that would be, be freaking awesome. Um, <laughs> something, something cool with the stadium. I, I really don't know what to expect, honestly. I just expect a good match and some cool entertainment, not, not necessarily like wrestling match, but some cool uh, spots and, and gigs. And that. Yeah, they could, they could do a lot in this. Go ahead, Justin. I'm going to make one prediction in this match, only because I'm a Jaguars fan, AEW fan, I'm local. I am predicting the Jacksonville Jaguars mascot will actually make an appearance in it. That's what I'm predicting. <laughs> He's gonna Jack, Jackson Deville will make an appearance in this in this match. <laughs> write it write it down. Is I that know. his name, Jackson, Jackson Deville? Jackson Deville. He is the world's greatest mascot. I mm. promise you, he'll make an appearance in this. <laughs> that would be uh, some, that'd be something honestly really cool to uh, see. That doesn't that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Wild man. 
Um, yeah, they, they've got a lot of opportunities with this, especially as far as uh, Vanguard 1 that was brought up before. I don't know if we see like a Vanguard 2. Maybe there's a more powerful drone that could come out too. Maybe. Yeah, you, you end up getting to see some uh, different things. So it, it could change a lot of different things with this matchup. Um, different, man, different. So who does everybody have winning this one? Uh, Justin, we'll go with you, man. I'm torn on this, man. I am, I am actually torn on who's going to win it. Uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be the inner circle. Uh, I think it just proves that they're going to be even stronger going forward. And I, I'm calling uh, the inner circle are going to win this match. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, Chris. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. As long as I, I'll call the winner in this one. Broken Matt Hardy. Broken mm. Matt Hardy wins the match. Okay. Not, not the elite, not the inner circle, but broken Matt Hardy. Just because on character alone, and another thing I hope to see, I hope to see like multiple visages of Matt Hardy popped in throughout the stadium. It's just to throw out, just to throw everybody off guard. You could do a lot of cool things with that stadium. Like I love that dynamite episode. Number one, that's exactly what I wanted from the AW video game. Like jumping off lifts, going through tables, hitting people with golf carts. I was just like, this is a video game made perfectly. Sorry. Money out the ATM. Yeah, money falling out. Someone taking the money. That has so many good spots. A cone on somebody's head that became a T-shirt. Like, what the hell? Anything can happen in this company. But I love that imagery at the end where they have the uh, stadium behind them with, like, their name on the scoreboard and scoreboard, excuse me, and everything else. And I was just like, man, you can really do a lot of cool things here, man. Um, and I hope one day to see that stadium filled with people. For a big AEW event where it's a full I'll, I'll fly field. on that. That'd be sick. Oh, oh yeah. That's I was gonna say it, I was gonna say it couldn't be a Jaguar game. That stadium can't be full for that. So <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it. You guys stole our coach from the Bills, so yeah. I'm a huge I'm a huge Jaguar fan. I hope to see it filled one day. <laughs> yeah. No man. I'm a, I'm a Panthers fan, so I stay out of it. <laughs> um I, yeah, man, it's going to be different. And who do you got for this one? Um, I, I didn't hear what um Chris said, but I'm going to go with uh, the inner circle because I think that they really need to win and they need the bad guy heat. And if it's a street fight, why shouldn't the bad guys win in this one? Um, and then I think Matt Hardy would have more of a chance, more of an, like a reason to go keep pursuing Chris Jericho after that because that's the main storyline, I think, from this match. So I think Inner Circle is going to win it. Interesting. Uh, I'm going Inner Circle as well. Um, I already have my picks written down, if you guys do not believe me. I'm going to show this from afar so you can't see all my notes, but they're already yeah, I, I believe you. I believe you. They're already boxed in. The I think that's, that's my favorite way of doing it, so no one thinks I'm cheating and copying them. Um, but... Yeah, I'm going with Inner Circle as well. I feel like this feud needs to continue. And I was part of those shows. I was part of the first show that got canceled. I was going to go to the Rochester AEW. I had a feeling Brody Lee would have debuted. And then I would have went even crazier because Matt Hardy's one of my all-time favorites. Uh, hashtag Matt over Jeff. And just absolutely would have been great. And I know Tiff was supposed to get um, go to the, what was it, the Blood and Gut show the next week. Yeah, yeah, Blood and Guts. Like, I was Damn, going to that dude. one too. 
And I really want to, I still think you have to do that match, but how do you keep the juice going for that? It's going to be really tough. So inner circle for the win. I think you have inner circle win, and then you got to keep this momentum going. And I just wonder if they tell the story of Hangman Page. I guess that's the last question I'll go around with one last time. Is Does the Hangman Page revelation occur here? I mean, how? let's go through. How are you guys feeling about Page and his whole unsureness with the elite? Justin, what do you got for that? God. <laughs> Does he make? He has to make an appearance at Double or Nothing. He has. I mean, doesn't he? Doesn't you would think he has to make an appearance at Double or Nothing, you know? Right. And and you would love to see him make an appearance inside with Kenny and help the Elite. But could we start seeing that turn to where Hangman comes out and, and he is a heel? He does do something weird and helps helps the Inner Circle. Doesn't mean he's necessarily with the Inner Circle. I, I don't know, but I you have to see. Hangman Page appear here. Uh, I'm just that that storyline is one of the best storylines in wrestling right now. It's Hangman Page, Kenny Omega, the tension, the way they've teased everything. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see it though. And what what you got, man? What do you think? The question is: Is Hangman Page uncertain? Like still uncertain? What do you mean? I don't like I just want your opinions on the whole Hangman Page and. We saw a revolution. He basically teased like he was going to do the buckshot lariat, but then he was like, nah, come on, let's go. They, they've been, they're very smart. True. Think about it. A hand placement on the ropes made us all go, oh, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think you know everything. I think that this storyline probably would have, wouldn't have dragged out as much if it wasn't for the pandemic. Cause I think Adam Page might be staying away from AEW right now because he wants to be safe for, for other reasons. Um, just, just my opinion. I don't know if that's true or not. But I think that Adam Page is not going to show up at Double or Nothing. But the storyline with him and Kenny Omega will carry out once they lose the titles, I think. I don't think it's going to happen just yet because then it would be no point of them being the champions and trying to, like, hate each other but still defend the titles. I don't think there's a point of that. Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Chris? What do you think, man? We we hear I always anytime I have somebody on the show, I ask him about this. Like Derek believes it's the beginning of the end. He always says, My boy Casey, who usually is in the chat, will say he thinks that Hangman Page is gonna come in and be like the solo cowboy hero for the elite and you know be the ultimate good guy for him. Chris, what do you think? Like Wolverine kind of like come in and just like save, save the X-Men all the time. And then yeah. I compare it to like John Wayne, like any cowboy movie. The cowboy is always by himself, lone. He's a loner, goes drinking, does his stuff. But when it's time to rise to the occasion, he will show up, kick ass, exactly what Justin did. Show up. Yeah, but wait, wait. How's he going to fool with Kenny then if that's the case? You know, he has then he'll be the good guy. Everybody will be cheering for him and hating Kenny. Kenny's it may not be over him. once that part happens, too. They're, they're about long-term storylines. True. That's true. And, and you think about it, Hangman, I mean, listen, remember the response that he was getting. Like, the crowd absolutely loves Hangman. Do they even turn him heel? That's what we have to talk about. Like, he was so over, maybe they don't go in that direction. Maybe they go, you know what, you're a huge face. The response that he was getting was just, just as big as Cody was getting. So That's true. You know, so who knows which way they're actually going to go on that. Appreciate but, you, Darlene. Thank you. Thank you for coming in here. Uh, Chris, your thoughts. Hear me out, though. 
if Hangman Page shows up, he's behind the concession stand, down in like his fifth beer, and goes off into like some drunken tirade. <laughs> Somebody just sets him off. Maybe it'll be like, you know, just a little shove from like a Jake Hager, if he's in the match. If he does, if he's there, Hangman just just flies off the handle, just starts hitting everybody with beer bottles. At friend or foe, he doesn't care. As long as he, as long as he drunk, yes, just like Stick said, Hangman's gonna clear house. Man. Hangman's gonna clean house. He's he's whether you be elite or part of the inner circle, or in this case, Matt Hardy. He's just gonna go off some drunken tirade. He's just gonna just start hitting everything that by God moves with a beer bottle. Just, just straight up stone cold. Exactly. Straight up some cowboy shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> B-Boy Skyline seems to think that uh, Drunk Rage Hangman would be epic. Yeah, this sounds like some Streets of Rage shit right now, boys. I like that. <laughs> Chris, I'm with that. I hope that happens. I hope they book that. Hey, y'all. Hey, Streets of Rage 4. Y'all play that shit. It's good. Oh, oh yeah, dude. I definitely got it. I copped it. That's what made me think of that as soon as he brought that up. Everything Pro Wrestling. It's your boys. From the Everything College Basketball Podcast and Facebook group, I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot to come find all you need to know. Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler, we are the three voices of ECB Podcast and Facebook group. Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast hosting sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups like everything college basketball. So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's everything college basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it. Brother. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Um, let's talk the match me and Justin are most looking forward to. I've been salivating, waiting to get to this one. The Casino Ladder Match. Winner gets an AEW title shot. I don't know what's going to be up there, if it's going to be a contract, a briefcase, a poker chip. I don't know how they're going to do this, but this is really interesting, and I like it. It reminds me kind of like the Gift of the Gods Championship in Lucha Underground. If anyone was a fan, go back, watch Lucha Underground. I'm telling you, it was good shit. Um, Casino ladder match. So right now, the participants, we have Darby Allen, Mr. Boom Boom, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, as uh, as Excalibur says, um, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus, and a mystery person. Interesting. Boys, I don't even have any questions related to this one. Let's talk this shit because I think they're just going to go out there and kill it. Like They, they all oh. are going to be able to get some stuff in and do their thing. 
Who do you guys want to see win? Well, you know what? First answer, who is the mystery man if you're booking it? And who do you want to see win this? Let's go with Justin first since he's looking forward to this. Uh, the mystery. This is what's going to happen, guys. This is what's going to happen, okay? All of a sudden, the ninth entrance goes to come in. Music's going to start playing, okay? And it's going to just keep playing. And all of a sudden, everybody's just going to stop and just start staring at the big video screen. Because they're like, well, who's coming out? Who's coming out? And it's just going to be this soft music. And they're going to look. And all of a sudden, you're going to hear, this is Sting. And he's going to drop down behind him. <laughs> Sting just lands on the ladder, takes lands the corner, and leaves. Game over. <laughs> lands behind him, clears house. No, I don't know. I don't know who the mystery guy is going to be. I have no Brian Cage. That's what everybody's thinking, Brian Cage. I I have I have no clue who the mystery guy is going to be. That's one thing AEW is really good at is keeping secrets. Like that's what they're really good at. You know who's going to be backstage at a WWE event, and then they show up, and then they come out. We we know AEW has been really good about keeping their secrets about who's going to show up, and and it's really surprising the fans. I I, I don't know who it's going to be. I. Brian Cage, who, who knows? That's your guess. That's that's who you'd like to see. I, I, I'm a big. I, my question was, who do you want to see though? Oh, if, you, man. if you're booking it, who would you put in there? Ah, uh, I, I guess Brian Cage. I don't know. Okay, I, I, I have no clue, man. I've thought about this and thought about this, and I I have not come up with an answer. <laughs> Man. And, and this chat and this chat is I'm already seeing some predictions. Some people think it's gonna be pack. I got two pack. Doug, you're almost fired for saying Adam Rose. I'm gonna let it slide this time, but I don't ever want to hear that name again. That's a surprise. Do you think it's gonna the question is, is it going to be somebody already on the roster or are they gonna debut somebody? You 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 have options for this, and listen. I'll say this, and shout out to my guests for me and Brian Williams from Ukes did a whole big series on this. It better not be Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer is the worst surprise person for anything. Like any <laughs> it's Tommy Dreamer from EC. And I love Tommy Dreamer. And it's not that I don't want to see Tommy. It's just I don't want to hear that there's a mystery person and then it's Tommy Dreamer. He's been like the most mystery person in Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan, wherever it is. Tommy Dreamer always finds a way to come out. Uh, Chris. Who do you got for this man? Who do you want, man? Like, who do you want uh, to? Win? Who's winning this? Who I I? Oh my god! Um, I'm just. I, it's gonna be way out of left field. You are on the line of mystery guests. You said Tommy Dreamer. I immediately went to either Sandman or Sabu. <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> I don't think I could deal with either of those two coming out. You know what? Tony Khan was the ECW guy, though. You never know. Yeah, um, I don't know. But the thing is, they who I who I actually think they would go for is somebody like either a Matt Cardona or for hell, those that don't know, yeah. woo 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 Zack Ryder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, even out of left field. David Arquette. <laughs> you know, people like David Arquette now. They do. Yeah. They do. yeah, and just think him and Orange Cassidy in the same match. Oh, Lord. 
That'd be wild. RP to my jaw, bro. Because <laughs> it, yeah. it would be permanently stuck in lap position because the shit that Orange Cassidy and David Arquette could pull off, man. Oh, they, my God. They might be able to. Uh, Doug, I'm not trying to be a lemon, and I thought he retired, Adam uh, Rose. Let me know if I'm wrong about that. I thought he was done wrestling, though. Uh, Thomas Posters predicted Colt Cabana. Justin, did you make a prediction on who wins this? Uh, I, I, I'm going to go Darby Allen. It's his time. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go Darby. Put me down for Darby. All right. I got Darby as well, so I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Um, and same question for you, brother. Oh, wait, one more. I got to read this real quick because it's sick. Sick. If I hear that music as a surprise, too, I will be pissed. Well, it's the big show. Yeah, soon, yeah, as soon as well, I'm gonna be like, well, I'm turning the show off now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, someone says well, superhuman. <laughs> I oh no, 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 no. Kota Ibushi, B Boy Skyline. I think you're dreaming still. And some people think it could be Ethan Carter the third. I would like that, but I don't think it's time yet for him to show up. And who you got for this, bro? All right. So I've been hearing it's going to be Brian Cage, just like Justin said. But I don't think so. I think it's going to be um, – Who would Lesnar. you put in that spot? No, I'm kidding. Um, I about to say, no. No, we don't You know when Brock Lesnar came out and won the Money in the Bank last year and he wasn't in the match? I hated no, that. No, no, no. I watched um, people sacrifice their bodies for someone who wasn't in the match to come out yeah, and win. That was, that was funny. Um, yeah, no, even I though think, we had Brock Lesnar, it's going to be a new uh, a new debut because if it is a new debut, then they have to probably have him win if they want it to be him to be like the strong guy. Like if it's like Zack Ryder and he comes in and loses it, that's not going to be good. If it's EC3 he comes in and loses it, it's not going to be good. So I don't think it's going to be someone new. And also, I don't know if AEW is really hiring right now during the pandemic. They're probably trying to save money just as much as WWE is, and they didn't make any cuts. But that means they have to save the money that they have, you know and not be spending more. So I don't think they, they hired a big-name guy, uh, especially to put him in the match and lose. Or if he comes in and wins, that's dope. But I think I think the winner is – oh, I think the mystery person is probably going to be – it could be packed, um, or it could be – I don't know. I was a little running. sad Pentagon didn't show up in this. Like, I saw Pentagon, Ray yeah, Phoenix yeah, make off. If, you know, Pentagon I, I, I think he's I, actually stuck in Mexico. So I don't oh. think he can get here. Oh, Pentagon. Okay. Yeah, he's in Mexico. He can't get it back in the United States right now. Ooh, Doug just put a good surprise good in the chat. Curry man, it's been too oh. long. Gunichiwa. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. Oh man. But as far as the winner goes, I really want Darby Allen to win. Darby Allen to win. Um, he's one of my favorite guys in AEW. Or Ray Phoenix is number two for me, and Scorpio Sky is number three. I like those three guys. So, so y'all don't think it's going to be Sting? I mean, was I in left field on that one? No. <laughs> but David Arquette is listen, listen, we already booked Sting on Twitter, Justin, on your uh, thing. Uh, you put up a tweet, and I said, listen, it's going to be Sting comes out. Cody's going to team with him. They're going to have the American face clean out with iron behind them. Come on. And then it's going to turn into a six-man tag, and here comes RoboCop. <laughs> I think my boys XGW put that on there. I was like, oh, RoboCop showing up. Okay. That's great. Um, Sick has a good question. Were any of those guys able to debut at the pay-per-view because of the uh, non-compete clauses? 
E, I don't know. It's gonna be close. Yeah, it's gonna be a little. It couldn't be a little bit too close because they they started releasing them like the last week of April, right around the last week of April. And yeah. Come, yeah, come this Saturday. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit too close. You know, WWE is not gonna set it up to where they could debut in thirty days. It's yeah, not. Know, within that, they're gonna push it back a little bit. You know, that, that's just how they roll. Also, though, those ninety day no complete clauses. Um, business law too, real quick, guys. We're gonna enter in the class. Uh, those will not stand up in court. WWE will just tie you up in legal affairs for that long, but they will not win because you can't stop someone from earning money. So, mm-hmm. sorry, WWE, I let the cat out the bag. Anywho, <laughs> let's get into the AEW TNT Championship Tournament Finals. On the outside, the scariest man alive, Iron Mike Tyson, is gonna be there. That gave me some WrestleMania 14 vibes. Like I was like, oh shit, oh shit, Mike Tyson. And we just saw him on Twitter giving out those hands. I have a buddy who always said, and I hope he's listening to this, that he always says he could beat up Mike Tyson now that he's older. He's like, I think I could take Tyson now. And when I saw that video, I'm like, you still saying that? He was like, nope, nope, I'm not saying that anymore. Mike Tyson would drop somebody's ass. Um. Dude, this is going to be wild. Cody versus Lance Archer. There's been great debate over the internet for like the last two to three days about this. A lot of people saying, oh, it's got to be Cody because of what he carries. It's got to be Lance Archer for what he carries. This is a tough call match, so I'm not going to say anything else. I kind of want you guys to give your thoughts on it. Uh, Let us start with Chris first. As much as I love Cody, for what he does in the ring, out of the ring. Iron Mike Tyson better punch somebody. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Jake the Snake. Oh, Iron no, Mike Tyson. Jake. Yeah, Jake for freeing the snake on Brandy. And <laughs> that sounds so bad, folks. So bad. <laughs> it, 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 it's just, I'm just like, wow. I, I, I'm speechless. I was speechless after that. But back on track, I love as much as I love Cody for what he does inside the ring, outside of the ring, wrestling wise, business wise. Cody, um, this is an unpopular slash popular opinion. Darby Allen, it could have been Darby Allen versus Lance Archer, and then have Cody be in the ladder match. But it is, but it is what it is. That's all I'm. That's my some of my take on it. But yeah, Archer coming in hot, being one of the baddest mofo's in wrestling. Period. I'm gonna have to give this one to Archer because it's gonna be too obvious to give it to Cody. You know, since he worked for the company and he's one of the EVPs. It's I have a feeling it's gonna be too obvious for him just yet. But okay. right now, I, I give it to I give it to Lance Archer because let Lance Archer be one of the baddest heels. It's gonna be so bad that everybody is literally gonna be scared of the motherfucker. I mean, if anybody out there has seen Lance Archer in Japan, this motherfucker is so damn scary. He scares children. He literally scares children. 
Listen, I love his entrance. When he comes out and he's just barreling through somebody and beating the shit out of them, it's great. Like, I laugh every time. I'm like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Um, RP to, to the Young Lions. <laughs> he, he, learned, he learned that from Suzuki as well. He learned that from Suzuki. Suzuki, that bastard. <laughs> With all due respect. Um, Rob, Rob says, Cody deserves to lose from that piss-poor attack last week. Worst vehicle <laughs> spot in wrestling history. He went for a Cody cutter in a brawl. Trash. <laughs> you know what? I'm blaming the cameraman for that. Whoever did that, and it was taped, why did you show Cody revving up his car and barely hitting anything? Cody's <laughs> car should have never been shown until the crash happened, and then you show exactly. him the car with the taped fist. Who... Cameraman, hundred percent their fault. I'm not even blaming Cody for that. It was terrible editing. It was terrible. Yeah. Ed- they they should have added Cody out sitting in his truck and just showed him driving it through. That's what they should have done. Or when Wherever you started the dynamite, you remember that classic like WCW camera angle where they show everybody outside. You should have just shown Cody in his car sitting there like this, just like mm-hmm. sitting in, it, and you're like, what the hell is he doing out there? And then boom, you hear the car rev. Everything else happens. Mm-hmm. Really could have did something better with that. Um, and what do you think for the TNT Championship Tournament match? Oh, that's a good question, man. Um, well, I, I'm a fan of Cody. I really like Cody. And I don't think he should really be in this match. I think – oh, yeah, I'm a fan of Cody. Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't think he should really win this match because similar to when Hangman Page was facing Jericho, I think that they should have the young guy – not young necessarily, but upcoming guy, star – be the winner of the match, you know, so he could start out with the championship and then, you know, keep it going. And Archer is really that guy. Like Chris said, he is that guy. He's he's a badass. He's the murder hawk. He got Jake the Snake with him. Everything about him is just money. He should definitely be the champion. The only reason I would say that they would pick Cody for the champion is because he's more recognized, but AEW already has, you know, a lot of people's attention. They don't need Cody to be the champion. He's not like, it's not like he's the only champion. Like when Jericho became champion, I understand they wanted the most recognized guy to be the champion. But I think Lance Archer definitely should win this match. I don't think Cody should have ever been in it. I mean, I don't think this. I don't think this should have even been for the title. They should have had this match for no title, and then have Cody. I mean, have um Sammy and Darby going for this title. You know. Oh man, Justin. Before I get to you, bro, I, I want to jump in here because I'm going to provide some different light. Because I see a lot of people shitting on my boy Cody Rhodes right now. I'm not Cody, going for that. You know what I'm, I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not doing that to him. I'm not doing that to Cody. Well, no, no, they're just talking about him hitting. Listen, I'll admit it. That car segment was terrible. I'm not going to front. But I do want to say this about Cody Rhodes. Here's the reason why I think he could win. So you both said Lance Archer, correct? Yeah. I'm going with okay. Lance Archer, yeah. Um, Lance Archer is my pick as well. But I want to just get into why it could be Cody as well when you look at this. So Lance Archer is older in the game. He's in his 40s. If Lance Archer doesn't do it now, he's never going to do it. Like main event, make it to the big stage. So you have to let him do this right now. Cool. Not a problem with that at all. Let Lance Archer run wild. Uh, I love his gimmick. I, he's got great size. They need big men who are athletic like that. Lance Archer is putting in the work for it. As far as Cody goes, though, Cody Rhodes is the number one person. When I think of the EVPs, I think he's done the best job. Cody's the ultimate babyface right now with his promo. Ever since he cut those promos on his brother, uh, Jericho at full gear, he crushed those promos. Like, absolutely won me over. And I was like, yo, this kid's got it. He should have been pushed a long time ago. 
I was at that Battlegrounds pay-per-view where it was uh, Cody and Goldust with Dusty on the outside versus The Shield. Bro, I, you, I have goosebumps talking about it. Like, I don't know if you can see it, but my arms have goosebumps. That was one of the best matches I've ever seen for drama. When Dusty pulled off the belt, it busted up Dean Ambrose back then. Uh, it was just amazing stuff. Cody knows how to deliver, but he's also the image and face for all of the media. Him and Brandy do the most media, I think, when they come to a town to do stuff. What better way to showcase that you're on TNT every week than to have Cody with a title? I'm sure you have a big-ass TNT logo walking around to the news stations with it like, hey, I'm the TNT World Heavyweight Champ. He can't win the AEW title right now, and we can get into that a whole nother day if he's ever going to become AEW World Champ. But it's very interesting for what they could do. Justin, I hope yeah, I didn't, like, uh, put you. They could have had Cody beat anybody for the title. If, he, if, if he's champion, that makes total sense. But he doesn't have to beat Lance Archer, the only guy they're building up. Like they're building up him and Brody Lee, like and Wardlow. You know, they, they, he could have beat anybody else for the title. He doesn't have to beat Lance Archer. It's gonna kill I, his push. And, and you know what? Good thing you brought that up. I'm gonna go back to the idea of the whole Darby Allen thing again. Long-term storytelling. There's a story with Cody and Darby that's being told here, which I think is perfect. And if Darby wins the ladder match, you could possibly tell it there. You could possibly tell it another time. Uh, I think you could really do some good things with this. Um, Justin, listen, Cody Exotic is not going. To win this match, <laughs> Cody Exotic's not going to win it. Sorry, I can't call his name. He is. He is. I'm sorry, Tiffany, if you're listening. He's going to get murdered. <laughs> Tiffany, yeah, Tiffany, I'm sorry. I love you with all my heart and soul, but yeah, Cody, it, it ain't gonna happen, bro, bro. They they have built they have built Archer up to be a complete monster. He comes in. He, he destroys everybody, anybody in his path. And even that little showdown with Cody, I think Archer got the best of it, too. I, and so they have set Archer up to destroy it, to destroy Cody Rhodes. I think it's, it's going to be a blood fest. I think there's going to be some blood in it. It's, it's going to be a beatdown. It is going to be an absolute beatdown. I think we may see, we may see a, a little bit different view of Cody than what we saw with him versus MJF, just because of what – just because of what Archer and Jake the Snake did to Brandy. And I think you're going to see a little bit different personality. You're going to see a lot more brawl in this match. It's going to be a it's going to be a slaughter knocker in the name in the from JR. It's going to be a good match, but I think Archer's going to win it. And Archer's going to bring that heat. He's going to bring amazing heat with that. Thing. He has to. This is the biggest you match know? of his career. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. And, so we're so we're all saying sweep for Archer in this one. Let me add this too. I think Cody loses because of MJF. I think that little prick can't help but insert himself in here. And who's on the outside that everybody wants to see knock somebody out? Mike Tyson can knock out MJF. Mike after Tyson the fact. Him. Yo, that is so good. Can we just write this? Like hire us, somebody. Like that's it. You have MJF get knocked out for it. We'll all be happy. At the same token, Cody is pissed. Like, yo, this kid cost me another title. I can't believe this. And yo. the Murder Hawk and Jake the Snake go around talking shit like, yeah, I'm the first ever TNT champ. I rep this brand. And then you have a dragon for Darby to slay still, too, later on, going on if he wins, you know? You you could tell so many stories with this. That would play out awesome if somehow MJF got involved in it. 
Like that, that, I hope that, AEW is watching this, man. I really hope they're watching this. Brains here. Oh. <laughs> we can dream. It's sick. I do agree. Cody is one of the sharpest dressers in wrestling, other than Naito. <laughs> um, we got two more matches to go through, guys. The AEW Women's Title match. This match is now no count out, no DQ. Nyla Rose versus Sheeta. Um, this is going to be tough, man. Me and my co-host for Dynamite, Derek, who's in the chat. We go back and forth on who is going to win this one because it's so difficult to predict between these two because we think Nyla hasn't really had the proper run, but at the same token, Sheeta's like the best person in the division, I feel. Like at first you didn't know who it was, but now I'm like, dude, it's hands down Sheeta. Sheeta has carried a lot of this. Um, Let's start with Justin. Who do you like for this one, Justin? Uh, I listened to y'all's Dynamite show the other day, and I heard y'all going back and forth on it. Uh, I, honestly, I think it's going to be Sheeta. You know, pandemic or not, I think Nyla's had her time. So I, I think Sheeta's going to win it. Sheeta is the most all-around wrestler they have. So I, I think Sheeta's going to win it. She's going to make a great champion, too. So I think Sheeta's going to win. I, I think it's going to be a good match. I'm not, I'm not thinking it's going to be a great match. I think it's going to be a it's going to be a good match, and I think Sheeta's going to win. Okay, okay, uh, Chris, who you got, bro? Uh, I was about to tell you to go to Ant first because um, my thirst for Sheeta is so <laughs> my thirst for Sheeta needs quenching right now. Chris, so. pause, pause. <laughs> We're going to come to you towards the end. You you get you get that third time. You get your third time. I mean, I'll be right back. Let me get some, let me get some water right quick. Who you got, Ant? All right. So I know they're both going for Sheeta, but I'm gonna say this match stipulation definitely favors Nyla. Um, no DQ, no count out. Uh, Sheeta's definitely the better wrestler and probably the best women's wrestler in the division. Actually, definitely the best women's wrestler in the division. But Nyla. No DQ, no count out. I could definitely see her putting her through a table, doing something crazy, and then getting the win from that. I, I'm going with Nyla on this one. I, I think the kendo stick's going to play a role in this match. I just have a small inkling. My, my, my favorite part from Dynamite last week was my wife walking by with the kendo stick part. She just happened to be coming by, you know, like I think she was getting the bath ready for the baby. And then all of a sudden, you just hear, um, I got something you've been looking for. Sure, kendo stick, bitch. And then she, <laughs> she uh, wallop Sheeta across the head. My wife just let out the best, like, ah, ever. Like, <laughs> it was the greatest thing. Oh, so good. Um, so good. I guess I'll give mine. So before the thirst party gets going, um, I, I'll go on Nyla Rose for this one. And this goes back to what I said with Chris Statlander winning. I think Statlander will challenge next possibly for the title. I, is Sheeta the person to take it off Nyla? Yes. Is it that? Is it, is it this night? No. I don't think tonight's That's night what I'm either. thinking too. Sheeta will do it, but it could be on Dynamite later on down the road. But I just don't think it's time for tonight to do that. Uh, Six seems to agree. Rob is agreeing with Nyla. Uh, Rob says Britt Baker will get involved. I agree. I think Britt Baker cost Sheeta the match, and that will be their temporary feud. And that will also help Britt Baker build up her confidence in the ring by working with the best person in the company. I think you could do a lot of good things with uh, Sheeta helping out Britt Baker. Like I think that's the feud that people want to see. And Nyla Rose, I think her reign of dominance isn't over just yet. Chris, get your drink on, bro. 
Hold on one one second. <laughs> All right. As as much as I love Sheeta, Sheeta wow. is the one of the best women in the company right now. And might I add, all the Japanese women are thriving during this pandemic. You got Oscar killing it on Raw and Smack. Well, you got Oscar killing it on Raw. You got Kyrie saying killing it. You got Io Shirai killing it. Maybe next. Maybe next. Who I'm gonna say it right now. She's next in line to take the title off Charlotte Flair. That's just how it is. And now you got Sheeta during this pandemic over there just murking. Just murking up and down the women's roster. Sorry, Riho, your time is done, Boo Boo. I love Sheeta. I love Sheeta so damn much. This woman is so damn talented. She can cook me a cake any time of the week, and she can even make try and reach herself so damn attractive, bro. I'm telling you. But um, you going with Nyla? I'm, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Nyla this time. This time, because Nyla has been pretty much the dominant champion, even during this pandemic. And I know why y'all. Not, why not let Nyla have a little bit more, a little bit more of a solid title reign? Then you can push you to back into that number one position. I'm gonna go through Britt Baker. I will go through Britt Baker again. That last match. Spot on. Mm. Justin, do you have something you wanted to add in? Uh, it just goes back to what y'all were talking about on, on your show last week about Nyla being dominant. If, if Nyla loses, does she lose some of that dominance? You know, that they're building her up to be this native beast. If she loses, does that does that hurt her? You know, it could be just a way that – but it is a no-DQ match, so does it really hurt her in the end? I think, like I said, Sheeta's going to win with like a huge kendo – it shot, <laughs> but it would not. I wouldn't be surprised if it would be cheated. I wouldn't. My feelings won't be hurt at all. But damn, my feelings won't be hurt. But Me either. I wouldn't be a, mad if I got this one wrong. Now, in the in a hot in a natural sense, I give it to Nala. But hypothetically, and. My my water my water bottle will agree. I'll give it to you. <laughs> the thirst is real, folks. I did have a pot shot for WWE and their little uh, brand to brand extension thing that they've been doing, but I'll save that for another time. I swear I'm gonna put out a shirt that says "What Brands for it because it doesn't exist, people. So, let us get into the AEW World Title match. I don't know if this is gonna main event the show. I feel like it shouldn't. I feel like there's other matches that have better build up, but we'll see what's going to happen with it. We've got the AEW champion, John Moxley versus Brody Lee. Two questions for you guys and a prediction. I need to know your thoughts on the Dark Order so far, on how everything's been going with that, and thoughts on Moxley's title run, similar to what we were just talking about with uh, Nyla Rose. I feel like Moxley's been kind of gypped on his title run a little bit. Um, just my opinion on it. And let's start with the way that we began. Justin. Uh, the Dark Order, I, I think with, when Brody Lee came in, I think he raised the level of the Dark Order. Now, I think the pandemics hurt them on that. I think they had a lot of stuff planned for it. 
and I think it's I think it's been hurt by it because they haven't been able to have Evil Uno, Stu Grayson involved in it, and and everything, and so they've had to adapt. But AEW is really good at adapting, and I think the way they what they have done, Dark Order has stepped up, and it it's a lot better than a couple months ago when we were missing punches hitting some on the mat hitting hitting Dustin Rhodes. I can respect that. You know, so yeah, the Dark Order is uh is it, thriving. The match itself, it's going to be a good match, but uh, John Moxley is going to win. And about his title reign, yeah, he's been gypped. He's, he's definitely been gypped on it, and that's why I don't think John Moxley's going to lose it yet, uh, because they want to extend. A, it, it, the crowd goes crazy when John Moxley walks through it. You don't want to take that title away from him right now. Um, I think he continues to hold it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he continues to hold it almost the rest of the year. Honestly, that'd be that. that that's what I think. That would be something pretty cool as far as uh, what's happening with that. So what do you think about the uh, prediction for this one, though? So you're going with Moxley? Going with Moxley. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Chris, thoughts on the Dark Order, good sir? Uh, if they'd have done what they would have – if they would have done now what they did, say, like, at the beginning of say right around double or nothing last year and right up to all out if they'd have built that they'd have had those kind of join the dark order promos when they hunt to join dark order and hey are you tired of being normal why don't you join the dark order if they'd have done that way before now i would have shown at least a little bit a little much more interest to them and now that you have Brody Lee coming in. I'm agreeing with Justin. It raised it raised the dark level just a little. It bumped them up just a little bit. And now with the introduction of Preston, dude, that dude is just a brick house on legs. Mm. A legit legit brick house on legs. And uh, Moxley's title reign yet. Due to the pandemic, yeah, he has been dipped. They had things planned for him. They had opponents lined up for him. And this thing sucks. It ruined it. It, it. it sucks. It sucks, yeah, but the mo the there is a plus side to all of this. We get we get to enjoy AEW. We get to enjoy wrestling just much more now. And my prediction, I'm I, like, I'm going to go with Moxley. It has to be Moxley. Yeah, I got I got Moxley too for my pick, man. I think you just can't go wrong with it. I think his title reign's just not ready to end yet. And and I like Brody Lee. I feel like that they're gonna have to have um, something different happen to it. But if Brody Lee wins, I would call that shocker of the night, honestly. Oh yeah. Uh, and. What do you think for this one? What you th- thoughts on Dark Order and Moxley's title reign and your prediction? That's a good question. Um, so as far as the Dark Order goes, I like Dark Order. It's pretty It's pretty cool. The one thing I would change is I would have all the guys wear masks, except for Brody Lee. Is even still Gr- Stu Grayson? He doesn't wear a mask. I know who he is, but I don't know. I just It just seems more uniform if all the guys wore masks, like vis- visually speaking, you know? Um, as far as... Moxley and Chris had a good point. That Dark Order stuff that they did in the beginning, 
was like what drew me in. So if they would have did that a little more, like a little more recently, that would have helped as well. Um, but as far as Moxie title reign, yeah, it's been kind of stale because, like Justin said, they, he feeds off the crowd like big time. You know, that's his thing. He comes out. He's like the guy of the crowd. So that leads to my prediction. I think right now John Moxie doesn't even need the title. He could lose the title to Brody Lee right now, and it'll be perfectly fine. So what? So that in a couple of months, when the crowds come back and he wins that title, it's ten times bigger. So I think I'm going with the, the underdog. I'm going with Brody Lee to win the title in an upset over John Moxley. Whoa, yo! If you get that right, bro, like I'm just gonna say, GG, you won this. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm gonna be hitting you up on Twitter, bro. I will give you props. <laughs> It's a big upset, I will tag you personally. I could see him. He's a good guy now. So I could see him really doing some stuff to like get under Dark Order's skin, taking them out one by one, like kind of like Sting at the NWO-ish, you know, like yeah. Sting come out with the bat and start just beating everybody up or like, like hiding like John Moxley. I could see him hide, like in one of the Dark Order masks and handing him, handing, handing Brody Lee the belt. I mentioned this on Twitter. He should have been the guy handing him the belt that was in the mask. And then he could just start beating them all down, you know? Like, there's so much you could do with John Moxley versus the Dark Order. And if he wins the title and retains it, who's he going to face next? There's no other, there's no one else to really face. So I think that John Moxley would be the first ever two time AEW world champion. And he'll probably lose the title right now, but he'll get it back in a couple months when the crowds are coming back. It'll be 10 times bigger. I think that when you go back and look at this, the whole ordeal. I think that best friends and not private party, but I think uh, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson were going to be in that tag match because they were number they one should, yeah, they should, for they a long been time. Contenders. Yeah. Definitely. And I think they were going to be the ones to take the belts off of the elite. But all this got changed around. They flipped it. They had to make what works works. I get it. And I think with this, with Brody Lee, I think that you need to have a lot of the underlings screw up and Brody Lee yeah. starts getting rid of all of them because he doesn't need all those people. Maybe you keep 10 around. You say, you know what? 10 didn't screw up. You stay. Uh, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, he can say they're on vacation, whatever he wants. And he says, you guys are good. You can stay. The rest of you, and they just decimate whoever else there is in the ring. They're just like, you're all not worthy of being part of this dark order. Now it's just us. And you could kind of go into a whole different realm with that. But I think Moxley has to win this one some way, somehow. Someone's got to screw up big time to uh, mess this up for the Dark Order. So I'm taking Moxley in the pinch for the W here. Hopefully this show delivers, guys. And hopefully you guys enjoyed our preview and prediction show for this. Uh, I was very happy to have these three gentlemen join me. Uh, I've been wanting to get two of them on the show for quite some time. And I'm glad this was the perfect show I felt to get it done. Um, we can go around real quick. Uh, I want to let everybody know that we will be doing an AEW Dynamite review tomorrow. Derek will give his predictions on that show, so we'll keep those, and we'll just add Derek to this a little bit, let him talk his mess. Also, we will have a review up on Saturday after the show for uh, AEW's Double or Nothing, so you guys are going to want to make sure you tune into that one. Drop in the comment section, leave your thoughts like you guys did earlier today, and Gents, promote yourself. Plug your Twitter handle. If you got something for work, do whatever you got to do. And um, let's start with Justin. Hey, you follow me on Twitter at thejbird904. Uh, you can hit me up on there. Follow, I follow everybody back. Uh, 
If you like barbecue sauce, you see my flag back, flag back there. Southern Ruckus Barbecue Sauce, family company, man. We actually make and produce our own barbecue sauce and rubs. Southern Ruckus Sauces, bbq.com. Hit me up. I'd love to get you some. Nice, nice. I like it. Um, let's go to Chris. Chris, what do you got coming up, man? Uh, yeah. All I got to say is you follow me on Twitter at Black underscore Baymax 8. You want logos. You want your Twitter banners. Hell, even profile pic, phone background, doesn't matter. I can do it for you. Don't matter who the wrestler is. I do have my guidelines, though. As long as it ain't. I, I did Hulk Hogan because he was included in the whole NWO package. But, um. Yeah, no Hulk Hogan and no Ryback. Anybody else? We good. <laughs> Ryback. <laughs> Man. Hell, how do you put hell, Ryback at the same level as Hogan, though? Like, on what, um, like, well, how are you mad at them? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Chris. It's, I love it. It's personal reasons. Personal oh. reasons, I would rather not delve on online or in a stream like this, but as personal feelings, I keep myself as a as an artist. As an artist, I'd rather stick with integ integrity, integ integral values, over and making money. Yeah, Chris is one of the best, man. I'll tell you guys right now. My lock screen, I actually have Chris's artwork on there of Jushin Thunder Liger, one of my favorites of all time. So, That's dope. Yeah, I got to show Chris some love as far as that goes. Now, uh, and. If you guys don't know, Ant does rap music. I absolutely love a lot of his songs that he's been working on. Um, Ant, are you producing a song for this show, or are you missing out on this one? We'll see what happens, you know. I, okay. I, I've, I've done all the other AEW pay-per-views, so if you were a betting man, you could bet that you'll have one for double or nothing. That's what I like. His stuff is fire, y'all. Check it out. Yeah, and, and plug your stuff, man. What do you got coming up? What's your what's your current projects and stuff? with the barbecue sauce and Chris with the wallpapers. Those those are dope. These guys are creators, man, for real. Um, as far as me, I just do wrestling music. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Stop, or just type in on your favorite streaming service, YouTube, Spotify, Stop, and you can check out all my music, WWE, AEW, all that, um, and non-wrestling music as well. Check me out. And be, be, keep on the lookout. Might be something for double or nothing. Yeah, and a big fan of cars too, right? I see a lot of cars and stuff in your video. So of course, yeah, I love cars, motorcycles, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. like, like I said, guys, make sure you follow all these guys. Check them out. They are some of the best in the business. I absolutely love their accounts, their side work. These are great guys to follow. So make sure you guys hold it down and do your thing. Uh, a lot of people are asking about what's the deal with Ryback. <laughs> Everybody says they get the Hogan thing, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for another time, guys. Thank you so much for joining us here on Everything Pro Wrestling. We are out. Peace. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes. By the fans, uh, for the fans, uh, not many in this can understand, uh, this the podcast to show you who I am, uh, Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans, uh, 
Please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand. Everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes, everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson. Yes.